Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camero here with episode 307 of the Tutor Podcast, the Monday morning show for anyone who wants to start, grow and love their own tutoring, teaching and coaching business, just the way I love mine. As always, I'm here to share ideas and insights I've had, borrowed, synthesized or cobbled together during the almost 25 years I've been in business. From the tens of thousands of pounds I've invested in training and education and which I continue to invest in ongoing learning. And from the hundreds of books I've consumed, and to just give it to you in a no-nonsense, no-BS kind of way. I figure if I can give you some of what I've found useful in my own restless search for ideas, techniques and processes to make my life run more smoothly, cut the effort, add some fun and make business more profitable, maybe even make my teaching more effective, I can give it to you. And if that allows you to move through the world, leaving everyone who meets you happier, because they met you, then we're all good. If that's good with you, let's crack on. So today, as I write this, it's Sunday night on Planet Neil. I'm just sitting having a quiet reflect on what I've been at all day in the teaching business, because Sunday's really busy for me. I had a nice early start, up before the world had got his boots on. And today I've had a a book-solid day with a huge range of student abilities to contend with, from rank beginners to accomplished rockers and pretty much all points in between. For me, that was actually a 12-hour straight shift with a 20-minute lunch break in between. So for me, that's all good. That's a nice way to spend a day. I'm in the vortex, and then 12 hours later, I'm sput out the other end of the vortex, Absolutely stoked with energy and a big smile on my face. Why am I telling you this? The suspense must be killing you. I do have a reason. I've got one particular student. He's played all his life. He's intelligent, smart, driven, but he's frustrated. He's a highly creative individual, but he's really making hard work out of progression. So... What might be the problem with someone like that? The problem really is a lack of consistency, and that's my theme for the day. On one level, he doesn't have his daily routine sorted out. He's all over the place, between work, domestic stuff, music. Ping, 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 ping. Very, very reactive, not very structured. And then there's down at an implementation level of... um, what he's actually playing and practicing when he's got his guitar in his hands. It could be anything. And this is a great example of compounding consistency over time. Well, compounding just means multiplying one thing by another, doesn't it? And most of us know how compound interest works, is you take an initial amount or ability, and then you multiply it a little bit. And that adds a new total, which you then multiply again. That becomes your new total, which you multiply again over time. 
year after year after year. And we're okay with that. But consistency means doing it over and over regularly and exactly the same way every time. And I think we do this at two levels. The high level stuff is the daily routine. And then sitting below that is the implementation level. Top of the tree is the, the daily routine level. This is making sure it happens, whatever it is for you. You do it every day. You set the time to do it. And if you can't find five minutes to do that thing that's so damned important to you, then your life is out of control. And you want to sit down, have a, have a word with yourself. Then remind yourself of what you want and why you deserve to play better or do better. Because it's important to you. It needn't matter to anyone else, but if it matters to you, put the time aside to do it. Make it part of your routine. Some people won't like it. Eventually, they'll get the hang of it. For instance, if you were at the gym at 3 o'clock every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, sooner or later, people will cotton on to the fact that on those days, at that time, you are in the gym. And they'll stop phoning you at that time. You have to train them. So put the time in your diary. Go do it. If you haven't got time to actually do it, stop and visualize how it would look. How it would feel and sound to be doing that thing you wanted to do. You might try this out in the bathroom, which I call the University of Armitage Shanks. You might try it in traffic jams when you've got the handbrake on and the engine off and you're waiting for something to happen. Do it while you're waiting for a train or on the bus, in the queue at the supermarket. In fact, just about anywhere you can sit or stand and quietly make mental movies of yourself being excellent at that thing you want to do. Make doing it just another part of your daily routine. Build yourself the habit. Because your habit is the level you fall back to. In the military, we say you fall back to the level of your training. And in life, you fall back to the level of your habits. So below the daily routine level, there's the implementation level. And this is making sure that the it that you want to do happens in the right way every time. This is the detail stuff. This is where the rubber meets the road. You want to be specific in your implementation of everything. This is doing your thing, your daily thing, in exactly the same way every single time. Because what you're doing when you do it the same way every time is you're grooving in the behavior and the habits you want. Over time, that becomes an unconscious system that just happens. You sort of click the switch and then brrr, everything happens automatic, all by itself. You do it the same way every single time. You'll never struggle. You do it differently every time. It's pretty much guaranteed that you'll probably mess up. Doing it the same way every single time. Implementing it in exactly the same way every time. Builds a robust system. It's almost automated and it's very, very fast. 
Now, this can be boring because it's the same old, same old over and over. Yeah, boring. Unless you find excellence boring. As a player, how cool would it be to play everything with little to no risk of ever messing up? That would make the whole thing much more enjoyable. Of course, then if you have a system that makes it excellent and makes it work, all you have to do is disrupt your own system to experiment and get yourself out of the box and be creative by pushing against the known constraints, the known limits, the system. Break the system, distort the system, tweak the nose of the system. It's easy. In fact, easy, or rather, you make it look so easy, is about the most common thing that students, especially new students, say when they meet me and we sit down together to play for the first time. It is easy because it's just one operation performed the same way. And I've performed that operation countless times before. I find the same notes in the same pattern performed in the same way with the same finger movements over and over again until it becomes instinctive and the notes are easy to find. In fact, they're very difficult to misplace. And when your body is that grooved in, it doesn't look easy. It is easy. One of my students is an elite international sports coach and he uses the phrase, it's the body thinking. And that's a fantastic phrase, isn't it? Your body thinks for itself once it's been trained. And just allied to that is the second most common thing that students say in the room, which is, how do you always know where the right notes are? My answer is always the same. Those notes are always in the same place. I use patterns in which I'm competent. And I play those patterns with exactly the same finger movements all the time. The notes don't move around because the notes are fixed on the guitar's neck. I am the variable factor. If I can control that variable and make it non-variable, I've got a solid system on the neck and a solid system in my hands. Those notes aren't going to dance around anymore, are they? And as I said, it's the same notes, the same patterns performed in the same way, and they're totally grooved in. They're instinctive. The notes are easy to find because I have a robust default. Then I only have to deal with exceptions to those well-known and mastered forms. Then when I want to break the system, when I play, when I play outside of normal diatonic notes, which is scale notes, I instigate a change. When I'm dealing with weird stuff, I'm only managing the exceptions to the rules. As one of my students puts it, you're only managing the deltas. Well, yes, I am, because when I started developing the way I teach, I was looking at using management by exception as a teaching route, and it works. Because when you have simplicity, order, and consistency, you've got a robust system. You don't have chaos. My experience of being a chaotic guitarist is that being anywhere near decent was very hard work and very unlikely to happen.
You see, guys, ultimately, it all comes down to practice, even though that is a word I loathe because of its semantic loadings of being grey, dull, endless, boring. It has to be the right kind of practice, though. There is no mileage in practicing a squillion things differently every time and doing them badly. No. Don't waste your time. Do one thing well. And when you've got that down, bolt the next thing onto it and groove that in. And when you've got that second thing totally grooved in and integrated, then add your third thing. Rinse and repeat. Fourth thing, rinse, repeat, fifth thing, and so on forever. Build that system out every day. Whatever you're doing, whether you're teaching, learning, your business, your relationships, show up for them in the same way every time and just knock it out the park by being consistent. Every single time. Now, some of you guys are going to get triggered by this and tell me it's not a very creative process. Some of you will get this. Let me know what your response is to this. Drop me an email. Info at neilcamino.com Or follow me on X, where I am, at Tutor Podcast. You see, I'm here to listen as well as talk. Because I don't have all the answers. So maybe you can help me out with your answers. Guys, if you haven't already done so, please like and subscribe to the Tudor Podcast. And as always, I'll be back next week with more no BS ideas, more tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business, just like I love mine. Till then, I hope this podcast has got you thinking and has been some help to you. Stay healthy. Stay useful. And have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media. And the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.